Welcome to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast, where we dive into tactical strategies to grow your business and make an impact on this world. A huge part of success is keeping your mindset and vision on track. So this is a major part of our process and this podcast. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast. How's everybody doing down out there, wherever you are? Uh, we are, I don't even know what week we are in right now for the quarantine here in Austin. Um, but what I will say is that heads up that you might hear our dogs going a little bit crazy pretty soon because I have ordered a gallon of hand sanitizer <laughs> from a local business um, that might be dropping it off at my door at any moment. So um, a little plug for another small business here in Austin called The Treehouse. It's really the first place I go when I um, am getting gifts for other people or maybe for something for myself. Um, and so like with um, other businesses um, at, at, that are being impacted by COVID-19 right now, um, they're just getting scrappy. And so she was able to find a really quality supplier of um, hand sanitizer and she's selling um, gallons of hand sanitizer. So um, that could be delivered at any moment. So if you hear my dogs going crazy, that is what that is. So I want to welcome Harry Shaw from Lakeway Elite Fitness to the podcast this week. So excited to talk to you, Harry. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Definitely. So, Harry, let's just jump right in. I do want to hear about your background and how you got started. And as you know, our audience is primarily made up of entrepreneurs, early to mid-growth. Before we get there, let's talk about COVID-19. So, um, <laughs> you are a gym owner. Yeah, you are a gym owner. Um Another plug here, I go to Harry's gym, <laughs> and I love it, and I love Harry. So um, I want to hear how it's um, impacting your business, maybe how you've had to shift, um, how it's been going after the small business loans, all of that great stuff. Uh, did you see my, my stress twitch go, <laughs> oh, small right. business loans? Um, you know, it's a, it's an interesting process because – we really don't have a a, um, a real grasp on the on the true information. Um, I've applied through the disastrous loans, like the small business loans, and then applied through the payment protection plan. And it's been it's been a horrible process um, to the point that I have completely made made up my mind that I'm not going to get any money from the government. Why? Because if I get something, I'll be happy, but I, I just don't want to hang my hat on that tree. And it's been, it's been a little bit of a process recognizing that, that I don't control that and I have to just put it out there and let it go. Uh, as far as all the forms, I am not, <laughs> I was telling my wife this, I, when I started, uh, when I went to college, I got my business degree. It was management, um, management and marketing, my uh, two majors. And I always thought when I was a kid that I was going to be a, a corporate person. My dad was a banker, and I also myself, you know, going to the office, wearing a suit, and handling all this marketing stuff. And as I progress, I just don't like sitting in an office, and I don't like filling forms, and I don't like doing taxes and going through all this stuff. And it's been, it's been like, a, okay, I got to sit down in front of the computer for five hours and talk to my accountant and to the lawyer and to other business owners. So it's been um, an interesting process because I think the epitome of the 
small business owner is that if you are a true entrepreneur, you see this as an opportunity. Um, I, I'm not, it's going to sound really bad, but I mean it in the best way. I, I'm not worried because I know what, what my strengths are and I know what I, what I'm made of. I, I've, you know, I started a business, I started a business in, in 05, but I, I was affiliated to CrossFit in 08. And that's when I actually opened up my first, my second location because I partnered up before that. And 2008 was the recession. So everyone's like, oh, you're crazy. You're opening up in the worst time. And I was like, and there's no, it's like having a baby. There's really never a good time. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, you're not ready to have a baby. You'll never be if you don't have them. So um, I've, uh, I've done everything within my business. I, I cleaned the toilets. I, there was a point that I taught, I taught all the classes. I was teaching, let's see, uh, let's see. Um, five, six, seven, eight, nine, four, five, six. That's eight times five, forty. I was teaching close to fifty classes a week. Wow! Just myself at the beginning, and I did it for I would say six years. People will be like, "You're gonna burn out. You're gonna burn out," and I didn't. So I'm not. I'm not. Wor- I'm not afraid of going to work. And I don't know if it's my. You know my my Latin side, my Mexican spirit of the, the true immigrant. I really truly love the American dream and I love my business. And I don't think that if, if everything, you know, explodes and I cannot reopen, I'll be a, or looking for another spot to open up. I don't think I'm going to go anywhere, you know? So it's been a, an interesting process of understanding that this has nothing to do with me mm-hmm. and nothing to do with, with my clients and and then we're going to move forward you know i I'm, I'm i think this week has been really frustrating but at the same time really exciting because i think we're going to open up in a couple of weeks i have a, a huge master plan of how we're going to separate everybody together yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love so it. i'm already like i'm already i'm already ahead of the, of the game so I'm, I'm really excited i really think that when the dust settles we're probably going to be one of the few people left behind and then people are going to come back and they're going to join us and uh, we're going to grow so that's where i'm at with covid yeah and you've pivoted really well actually so um i mean i'm i'm on the zoom class every day oh good that's a really good resource so we all appreciate that so can you talk about how Maybe the Zoom class and how other ways. Yeah, kind of let me talk about that because it's, it it's actually an interesting subject. Um, obviously, I've been in business for 15 years, so I know I have um, licensees, friends of mine. So in the Krav Maga world, I have a license to teach crowd. and uh, so I, I've been around for 15 years in that in that realm, and I've talked daily with friends of mine that are the same. They have a small business like me, and they teach crowd and then and so on. Um, I'm one of the hand, few few people that have CrossFit and Krav Maga. Um, but the interesting thing about all this stuff is that, you know, affiliation in the CrossFit side and talking to their affiliates, I started hearing so many things. And one of the biggest lessons that I had to encounter, and this took me, let me see, Let's see, 2012, so eight years ago. It took me 
it took me almost seven years to understand that I really did not need any extra voices in my head about my business. I was always trying to be, I was always trying to find a formula that worked. For example, I remember doing a, uh, a business seminar with a local box here a long time ago. And I paid a pretty penny. It was like $5,000 for three days of training. And I was trying to implement what they were doing. And I was trying to, most trying to implement and implement. And I've always had really good friends. I have a really good inner circle when I can call and, and, uh, and bounce ideas from, from clients, from people that know me. And I have these two people that are like, you don't need anybody. Just do what you feel like. What you feel is good in your heart. Just do it. Just, just do it. And, and I always doubted myself. And about seven, eight years ago, I finally did it. And, and that's where my business pivoted big time. Like we went gangbusters and, and that's why we don't have any like very catchy, trendy things. We're just doing good old fashioned strength and conditioning with a little bit of the, the CrossFit element of, um, of the sporadicness and that is like what's coming. We don't know. Right. So I'm doing the same thing with the COVID. I really didn't want to jump in right away and start doing classes because that's just not me. I could not do me like I cannot, I, I can't, you know, so I'm very blessed to have a good team. And I called Enrique and I called the other coaches and I said, Hey, what are you guys, what do you guys want to do? I, I, I don't want to put you out there if you don't want to feel, because people can feel when you're not being genuine, mm-hmm. especially on a video. So for me, the video, the, the stuff that I'm putting myself out there is, um, is, is really things that I've been, Focusing on our mindset and also on keeping calm, cool, and collected. And, and I don't consider myself inspirational, but I, I just want to be real with people. And I think that's what makes my gym apart from other gyms. You call me, you get me. You need me to tell you the truth, I'll tell you the truth. I can't sugarcoat things for you. Um, I'm always very forgiving, you know, and I'm always very grateful and very... Um, aware of what people do for me and also what I do for people. So Enrique was just like, I'm going to jump in and let's do the Zoom. So I went and bought Zoom and I'm like, okay, let's do, let's do it. And he's been doing such an amazing job. Uh, we're probably going to add a, a mobility class sometime either this week or next week. I'm talking to Annie about that. But I'm trying to put and position people and in, 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 uh, where they shine. Mm-hmm. If I, I'm not the kind of guy to jump in there and like start doing, let's work out. I don't want to be a internet persona or, or, or how do you call those influencers on, on, uh, on Instagram, stuff like that. I really just want to connect with people. So what I, to wrap things around with uh, affiliates and licensees to come again, CrossFit, that was my, my advice. I'm like, Hey, don't try to be orange theory or 45, or I've never really looked at my competitors. I really don't have competitors because I'm competing consistently with me being as true as I can. And I think that uh, I think that's when people stay with me so long, and and they they are fair with me because I'm I'm always me. <laughs> yeah, you There's are. No other way. No, you are, and you are inspiring, and you are well, one of you. the top Krav Maga people. What in the world? <laughs> yeah. So well, let's. <laughs> yeah, well, let me talk about that. That that's kind of cool. Um, my subject merit expertise. In the, in the sense of like something I've dedicated myself almost 17 years on is Krav Maga. 
Kramaga, for those people who don't know what it is, is the official hand-to-hand combat system for the Israeli military. So I am not Israeli. <laughs> I might play one on TV. <laughs> uh, but uh, I found this. I always thought I was going to own my own business. And when I graduated college here in the U.S., I, I'm like, well, how can I connect with people? How do, can I do this? Um, I want to inspire people. I want to, I'm a social person. And um, what do I do? So I called one of my friends who was a, a personal trainer and asked him, I said, you know, I think I'm going to personal train. I have the kids at home so I can go really early and teach super early classes and super late classes and then be at home. He's like, well, go get a certification with the Cooper Institute. And then it's like, why don't you come and do a class with me? And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, Kraft Maga. I'm like, what is that? So I went and tried the class and I fell in love with it. Um, for people that have done my martial arts, you guys are going to get this. When you're in the martial arts world, you learn all these katas. And I always thought, what is the purpose of this? You know, aside from doing dry work and figuring some moves, it always felt like, like I was fighting imaginary ninjas. There was there was all this discipline and all these kicks and punches and stuff, but there was really never an application. So when I did my first Karmaga class, it was like, the application, I finally know how to apply it. It's so simple and it's so effective and, and I'm very passionate. I mean, like really fitness started with Krav Maga because it was about empowering women and children to survive a violent attack. And coming from Mexico, I know that violence is around. And we're very blessed here in America that, yes, there's a lot of violence, but like here where we live, there's very little. So that's why my Krav Maga program is very small and my fitness program is really big is because people don't feel threatened or the need to learn how to defend themselves because there's cops around all the time, right? Um, so the reason also why I love Krav Maga was because it was really hard to get a black belt in Krav Maga. By the time when I started, there was only a handful, like probably maybe 15 people in the U.S. that were granted this status through Krav Maga Worldwide, which is the organization I represent. And I love that challenge. I'm like, you know what? I've always been the guy that I don't want you to give me anything. I want to earn it. I'm not looking for a fast thing. I want to learn it. I want to be tested. And if I didn't pass, I'm going to go back and redo it and over and over and over again. So I was uh, lucky enough that I found um, um, my stride. I find a partner that he and I are are great friends and great brothers. and, And he and I went from blue belt so you got white yellow um orange green blue brown and black and i found them on the blue path so we've been testing for the past 12 12 13 years together so having a person that can actually try to try to kill you without killing you for real (laughs) it's huge and he pushes you and and it's really the epitome of of iron sharpens iron and and it's exciting so i've been blessed to um I got a th- I have a third degree black belt in Kramaga, which puts me right now. I think there's probably around here in the U.S. There's probably around 25. Wow, see, um, that's, that's it. <laughs> and it's kind of cool. It's a really special treat because the guy that brought Kramaga to the U.S. is the guy that tested us for the third dan, and not a lot of people can say that he was. He's the very cool. So let's say the guy. This is the guy that created a crop, and he and the other guy have the top, top two um, highest ranked uh, instructors in the world. Mm. 
So the fact that I got my black belt from him is, is, is a great lineage and very great honor. Um, I'm a very loyal guy. So I've been with with Kramagal like for for 17, 15 years affiliated, seventeen as a Kramagal practitioner. That's amazing. I know when I found out about mm-hmm. all that you accomplished in Krav, I was just blown away. Um, and also, let's say like so, you have, have had Lakeway Elite Fitness. I mean, it's been open for fifteen years, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you have built such a tight knit community. So. I moved over to your gym. It'll be a year in June. God, it seems longer than and that. Was it June or July? It was. Ju- I, I think June, I tried right? it out in June, and then I came on board. And then we started July. Yeah. yeah. And but it's so funny because I was thinking about. We got a great people. Oh my gosh! I, I didn't. I can't believe it's almost a year. Like I feel like I've been with you guys for much longer. Right. And well, um, and. The friends and I that joined, we were just welcomed with open arms from day one, you know, like so happy to have you guys come on over, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, that's a testament to you and the community that you've built and the people that you attract. And so as a business owner, how how did you cultivate that? Because there's, so, there's like, again, in our audience, there's people that are growing their businesses. And part of it is, well, a huge part is engaging with your clients and, and your community. And so mm-hmm. what are the tactics that you've used? Or, you know, how do you how do you cultivate that? You know, it's a great question. Um, I think I said it a little bit earlier, but I'll say it again. I think that once you figure out who you are, meaning as a business owner, I knew from the get-go that I'm not a competitive CrossFitter. Like, I didn't I didn't want to send people to the games. That was not my goal to open up. My goal was really always about empowering people for through self-defense, and then I found CrossFit to empower those people to defend themselves better. And then it was about wellness and longevity. And I was proud, pride myself on, like, I don't hurt people. You know, I, I, I remember sitting on a chiropractor's office and uh, I wanted to go see, I just came back from LA. Uh, it was a pretty gnarly test, it's my brown belt test. So I had a couple of ribs popped out in my neck and I was just like, oh, clunky. And I looked around and there were around 10 firefighters waiting for him. And I'm like, what are you guys doing here? Was it an accident? It's like, no, we just did a workout, a CrossFit workout, we're all injured. I'm like, what? Where are you training? And they're like, oh, and I'm like, I said, guys, you should not be hurting. This is this is not what it's meant for, you know. So at the very earliest, I knew that was not gonna. I would, it's not gonna be me. Like, yeah, I'll promote the competition, healthy competition, but to put people like to burn themselves and to vomit and to hurt them—that's not who we are, you know. So I recognized that from the get-go. I always, I also found these two programs that are really passionate about. I know that. That I'm not a gymnast, <laughs> and I don't want to put any any effort in becoming one. I mean, I'm 45. I don't. I don't. Want, I mean, it will be ridiculous. But I can get as strong as I can and help people that want to go and do gymnastics and sign up for a gymnastics class to do some gymnastics basics and stuff like that. And also, I think that um, I through the years I've created a really interesting inner circle of people that are like-minded individuals. And that I have a really thick skin. I, I, you can tease me all day long. I really don't care. You know, I, I take it with a, 
the smile. I, I just joy love that. But um but I have a really really thick skin, but I also wear my heart and my on the sleeve. So when I meet you, I wanna make sure that I connect with you. Um there's um there's a key element on reaching out with somebody. Um and I think you heard me say that before. Um if you're thinking of anybody today, somebody you haven't seen or talked to in a while, and they pop into your brain. Maybe you're listening to a song and you're like, oh man, God, I haven't heard this person in a while. Just reach out. It's the universe telling you, hey, reach out, go check on them. Mm-hmm. And I do that consistently. And to the point that I think that if I were to like, if I ever decided to sell my business, <laughs> most of the people would quit. You know, um, I never wanted to call it Harry's Gym, but it's truly, truly my my energy. You know, because they're my people. I love I love people, and I I think the people that are here is because they were meant to be here, and the people that had to leave, they had to leave. You know, I used to take it really personal. We're like, oh, how dare you? We're gonna cancel and go somewhere else. I'll be like, see you later. We'll, we'll see you when you get back. And probably ninety percent of those people come back. <laughs> so. Um, I think uh, I think some of those people that have gone and tried other other things, they're probably going to come back because I checked on them even though they're not members anymore. I'll call them and I say, "Hey, uh, how's it going? Oh, oh, hey, how's it going? Thanks for calling me. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'm checking on my peeps, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm like, I'm sure a 45 is not giving them a call. The the owner of a 45 is in California. I think it's Marky Mark. He um, is involved. So I don't think Mark and Mark are going to pick up. He's like, hey, buddy. I, I, thank you for your support. You're like, what? Who is this? I've never met you before. But I, I truly think that the connection is, is what, like, I I am beyond grateful the support I've gotten from the community up to now. And I've seen some, I've had, I've had, hard, some, I've had, had some hard calls this last two weeks because people are canceling. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's hard, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? When they come back, they'll be back, you know. And 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 I'm encouraging people to just give me the same thing I give you. Don't text me, yeah. don't email me. Just give me a call and have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. I want to know about your family. I want to know how you're doing. I want to know what's up. It doesn't have to be about training. It's about a human connection, which is what we need. You know, like look somebody in the eye, give my five, give my hug tease them a little bit. Um, I always joke that it's like cheers. It's where everybody knows your name. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of part of the, the magic is that do what you say you're going to do. Uh, be truthful to yourself. Um, connect with people in a genuine way. And make sure that you're following your heart. I, I cannot... I cannot um, tell you enough how many times I've had conversations with people that they're like, "Oh, you should do uh, you should do a rowing class with some some dumbbells." I'm like, "No, yeah, you should do a boot camp class." No, I don't want to be camp gladiator. I don't want to be Orange Theory. I want to be me, and mm-hmm. this is what I love to do. And the education I'm getting, I love Krav Maga. I love strength and conditioning with the CrossFit elemental things. I like to get people stronger mentally and then physically because so i think our i think one of the things that tie both of our programs together is the strong mentality if i have a person that that does craft my guy and i said hey you i'm going to send you 
I'm going to send you a, a week to do CrossFit. They'll be like, ah, do I really need to settle? I'm just going to do it. Just go do it. You'll be fine. They'll show up and they won't quit. Yeah. yeah? Because the Krav Maga side is about surviving, right? Like surviving the fight. Like literally somebody's trying to, to kill you. Somebody's trying to rape you. Somebody's trying to take your kid away. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. The moment your mind goes, your body stops. So if I grab a, cro- a CrossFit person and I put them on the Krav Maga side as well, they'll do fine because they don't quit. They're competitive and they're fit and they're strong. And they'll say like, oh my God, this is amazing. I can't believe it. The big difference between the two of them is that I think the, the Krav Maga side is a little bit more emotional because punching and kicking something is a little bit more primal. Yeah. And it'll, it allows you to release some sort of an emotion into the bag. You can be really angry and just beat the top out of the bag. And then you finish the work and you're like, oh, um, now, don't get me wrong, we've all done CrossFit workouts where we're like on the floor going, oh my God. Yeah. But it really is not, doesn't feel like an emotional discharge. It's more of a, maybe a little bit on the stress side, but nothing really too deep. Right. Like I've had people that have had um, some uh, regressions on, on like stuff that they never, they've forgotten for a long time that happened to them. And they do a really, they do a technique of they're punching something and they like just start crying because they're like, mm. I forgot about this, you know? So right. it's, a, it's a really interesting thing. So people are asking me like, oh, you're going to open? I'm like, yeah, we're going to open in a couple of weeks. My, my goal is to be back May 4th. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how are you going to do that? I'm like, well, really easy. We're going to set up a parameter and then people are going to show up. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. because our people are strong-minded. And they're going to be there and they're going to be so happy to be there. And they're going to be so happy that they're back in the gym. They're seeing people. Um, and I'm, I have a plan for it, you know, and I think uh, we're getting the mask this week. Already, tomorrow I have a, a meeting with uh, with Nancy at Stoke Science, who's an amazing entrepreneur. Highly recommend you go talk to her. Right. Uh, women-based business, local, 25 years open. Uh, amazing, amazing, amazing entrepreneur. And uh, we're gonna get some stickers. We're gonna put stations, and I'm gonna. I already have a plan in my head of everything that's gonna happen. We might even have be able to have up to maybe um, 16 people show up at the same time because we're gonna be using all the rooms. Mm, great. We'll have enough space for, like, if people want to show up, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna turn people away. Right. We'll have enough space following the CDC line, um, you know, the six feet rule, and and we'll have the masks and. Pretty much the warehouse is going to be open, so we're outside. We're outside anyway, <laughs> right. And I think that's yeah. huge what you're mentioning of like when people are like, hey, why don't you expand into this? Or hey, why don't you do this? Because there's that saying, if you try to serve everyone, you're serving no one, right? So yeah. it's so important to sort of like niche down. Um, so I love that you're doing that because otherwise it would be the cluster. <laughs> so it's Oh, great. it would be crazy. Yeah. And you know what? The The... the also, the interesting thing is that I'm not afraid of trying trying new things. For I'll give you an example. Um, what I've been doing this past two weeks within my training has been about just monitoring my heart rate. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because so you got five zones, and the zone five is the red, like where you're like dying, and you're you're trying to catch your breath, but then you keep moving, and, and we're always like, go go go. Well, think about somebody that's super stressed. 
you go home, you have a stressful job, there's something going on with this COVID thing, families is uh, unraveling, the small ch- like a lot of stress at home and at work. And then you go to work out and then you create this high output of stress as well. Well, it's not going to help you. So I'm putting all this data and I'm using myself as a guinea pig because I want to reach out people that are in the same spot that have been not being able to be successful in the fat loss or performance wise and say, Hey, by slowing down, you're going to speed up. So I'm living in zone four right now. And the interesting thing is that it's so hard. Like, uh, I keep looking at my heart rate and I, I keep trying to like, don't race, keep it there, keep it there, keep it there. And, and I've seen more, more of the, of the progress growing. Um, so, I'm trying to keep simple because I'm a simple kind of guy. And I think what we do at the gym is really simple. And the sense of karma guy is a instinctive based system. Uh, um, that is, uh, it's a reality based system that is, uh, very easy to learn, but obviously it gets complicated because of the circumstances of the fight. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's why I trained the police here in Baker and Lakeway, you know, and I've trained other units and stuff like that. But, it's easy to pick up, and as long as you're an aggressive person and you understand what you're doing, you can do it. Yeah. Same thing with uh, with CrossFit. You know, it's not you're teaching the same thing. It's just now we have some way to get really complicated, and then it gets more complex as we move through space. But if we're able to put ourselves through that, then everything starts unraveling. So I um, I really. I've really learned a lot this last year and obviously in the last two months, even more so just for myself. Cause I was like, how can I inspire people if I don't do anything? How can I tell them, Hey, don't eat, don't drink, don't, there's not a vacation. If I'm like sitting back and just doing the same thing they're doing, it would have been really easy for me to start eating. I should take you to the kitchen to show you what my wife is making right now. She's <laughs> making pan de muerto. And there's not even the other los muertos. <laughs> Killing me the day of the death. I'm like, that's in November, woman. Why are you? Why are you doing? <laughs> and she's making fresh on the muerto. I'm like, that. This is great. I'm just gonna smile and just keep smiling. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it could have been really easy, you know. The easy way out is just sit down and just start eating and sit in front of the TV and just veg and be depressed. And but again, the true entrepreneur side of me is getting excited. I'm like, you know what? We've lost some people. They'll come back. We're going to get some new ones. We just mm-hmm. got to get back to work. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we live in this glorious state of Texas, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. I'm just, I can, I, I cannot wait to, to reopen very soon. So. Well, I, can't I don't know. Kind of one on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. And it, so you've already shared what I love about it is that you've already shared so many um, insights for um, entrepreneurs, like growing their business, but also kind of um, combining mindsets and personal growth with that. Because I think, and that's a big thing that, you know, we're building in Muscle Creative. It's just, it's, it's holistic. You know, you can't, Mm -hmm. our view is you can't run a sustainable business without having your mind right and your vision there. Um, Mm -hmm. Are there any like kind of key learnings or insights you would share things you learned along the way for people who want to go out on their own i mean you've already covered a few you know um i um i got an opportunity this before the covid um to purchase a business and 
and I was honestly blown away of the amount of that that they had as a business. Um, I hate being in debt. Mm. And I think what people do is they go by, they just get as much money as they can. They get people put money up, money up, money up. And they don't have a product and they don't have a, they don't have something they're passionate about and they lose their money and they, so right now I'm not afraid of getting in debt for my business because I know who, I'm, who I am and where I'm going, mm-hmm. but I've never been in debt. I mean, I think the most I've ever owned was for equipment. I never borrowed, I never plead. It's just like what I have is what I have, you know? Um, that's why I decided not to lend anybody equipment or rent it out because I'm like, Oh, great. We're going to come back and you guys don't take care of my equipment or you, when I'm watching you use it. Right. And then when we reopen, so then true. I'm not going to have a bit uh, uh, equipment mm-hmm. because you guys broke it or something happened. Right. And I can't buy any new equipment right now. Everything's gone. So I would say just um, like for me, the, the first lesson was that is not, not overspend. If you have the money, buy. If you don't have the money, don't buy. Don't be in debt. Um, second one is truly you. If you have a good heart and you have a good a good uh, set of of friends, I really truly believe that the answers are within you. Mm-hmm. I I I don't know. Like I was talking, I have a friend of mine that's read every single self improvement book in the world. He's gone to Tony Robbins and many times and. He's like, oh, you read that book? Because we talk about it. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, where'd you come up with this? I'm like, just me. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, really? I just, I read that in this book and that book. And I'm like, well, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I think that, that I think somewhere in there, if you're a good person, you know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I could have, I've always thought that I, I, I never wanted to be like a gold shim, like where I have. 3,000 people drafting and I don't know anybody. Yeah. I'd rather have 50 people drafting and I know them inside and out. And because those 50 people are going to always be there for me because mm-hmm. I'm always there for them. Right. And people lose that side. It's like all about the money and all about the money. And, and it really is not about the money. Obviously, I, there's a point that, you know, when I started with very little experience in crap my God, to now, same thing with the CrossFit side. And now, that of course my value comes with experience and my acumen and the knowledge and the connections and you know I got a text from from Glassman saying you know you're the heart of you're the heart of of, uh, of CrossFit HQ. Tell your people you're great. I'm like I don't need to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I hope they know that I'm great. You know because I always like I people the positive self talk. You know that's mm-hmm. that's always great. It's like we. We have so many voices coming at us from the media, from the TV, from your friends, from your other friends, from the peers, from the, from Instagram, from, and we are lost in a sea of knowledge. Uh, to steal something from John is like, you know, we're drinking water out of the fire hose and we're getting what we can and we're really still thirsty and we're just getting plastered with water. I think we have a lot of cooks in the kitchen uh, when it comes to weight loss or when it comes to strength and conditioning, mm-hmm. people are reading and there's a lot more information out there, but at the same time, you're like, what are you reading and who are you reading? And how are you applying it? Right. I call somebody. I'm like, Hey, I haven't seen you on our, on our, 
uh, train homework workouts. Oh, I'm doing my own thing. I'm like, oh, tell me about it. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I didn't know you got certified. To, oh, well, I just, I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're just running and doing push-ups. I'm like, why don't you just jump in? Mm-hmm. I'm putting all my acumen in there. Mm-hmm. Like, like me, go and try it. And he tried it for a week and he's like, I'm so sore. I'm like, good. Yeah. That means you're, just keep moving. Right. Let me do my job. Mm-hmm. I know you're smart. I know you're an engineer. You can figure things out. Mm-hmm. But you're not a trainer and you've not been doing this forever. Just let me do that for you. Right. Take it off your mind. Mm-hmm. So I think um, be careful. Be careful who you let in your brain. Mm-hmm. I think I, I did a, video, a little video blog on that. Um, don't let somebody with dirty shoes come and wipe them in your mind. You know, mind. Mm-hmm. If you're carrying, like I'm very, I used to be even more emotional than that now in the sense that I really care for people and and I would wear their, like literally, I'll put their their sorrows on me and I will worry about them when I'm not seeing them and stuff like that. And I do worry about people, but not to that extreme, right? Yeah, you can. Um, but I can't because I, can, I have my own things. But but if you're true and you connect and you're present, um, I think that's that's those are the few things. Don't don't get in debt. Oh yeah, don't have a partnership. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, it's, I've tried it. I've had many partners over the last 15 years, including my wife. And if you're true, a true entrepreneur, you just need to make yourself a good team and be a good leader. Um, somebody else that you need to talk to is Zoltan, Zoltan David, great entrepreneur as well. He's one of my, my, I, that man, I would do anything for him. He's a true scholar and a gentleman. But he always says the really interesting things. And he said to me uh, a few weeks ago, he goes, Harry, you're like the, you're like the sheep, the, the, not the sheep, the, the ship. You're pushing through the waves and you are the, the front of the ship. So wherever you go, people are going to follow. And whoever's not following, they're just going to stay behind. Mm-hmm. You need to break through that wave, right? And he's right. You know, nobody knows how to do my business but me. And I have to be true to myself. So already that's why I was so excited about the plan that I have in my brain about the stickers and the, the signs and the, the modifications. I already have phase one, phase two, phase three for us. Phase one is going to be this, that, the other. Phase two is going to be this. And phase three will be open. Um, people are always very responsible for themselves. And also, I trust some people, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is probably really bad because <laughs> sometimes I expect, you know, that's where what it was to call disappointment and uh, comes from is mm-hmm. having these false expectations, yeah. you know, they're not mad because you're expecting people to be like you. Right. And that was really hard for me at the beginning of this because I was like, oh, my God, you know, how many people am I just let people be mm-hmm. people that need to cancel are going to cancel people like you and your husband are supporting me. Uh, through this uh, are going to emerge and they'll be like, hey man, as long as we're good, you're good. And I'm going to try to give back as much as possible, you know? So that's why I thought of the, I saw my friend posting about the masks. Let's get the masks. I know, that's Um, That's great. Which is, I think it'll be good even though I I think the masks are just a placebo effect, but it's still (laughs) cool. And Yeah. You know, some, so I've been reading a lot about the masks. They're like, you know, the particles that go throughout everything. You know, like not even the doctors have the the most protection. So 
we I, I'm always giving back. I'm gonna figure out how to how to give you a bit more back. Um, and just to stay afloat, I don't look at my competitor. I really never look at anybody. Mm-hmm. I never look at anybody. I don't know what they're doing. I don't really care because they're not my business. Well, it's good. My you business mean, is my people. You stay in your own lane. Um, are there mm-hmm. daily routines that you do um, to keep, like, for business and personal success? Like some, I mean, obviously some people work out every day or meditation mm-hmm. or gratitude journals. Or is there anything that you have, like, a daily routine? Uh, you know, I've been, um, I think two weeks before we started this whole thing with the COVID, um, there really is only a few things that we can control as humans, right? Uh, one is your sleep. When do you go to bed? Uh Um, two is what you eat. Three is what you drink. And four is what you let you let come into your mind, right? So very consciously I decided that I just I was just tired of of talking about goals that I have not done in the past I'm a, I'm a very secure confident person and as a man I'm, I don't have a self-image issue I am charismatic or I want to believe I'm charismatic um, I know my strengths and my weaknesses and I was like you know what for my next birthday I want to be a different person not a different person, but I want to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And I got to focus on the things that I can control. So I went back and created new habits. So I've been going to bed around 8.30. 8.30 comes in, I'm like falling asleep. And then I was getting up at 5 and then going going to move. I, I'm not, for me right now, my training is not about sets and reps. It's about heart rate. So I've been, I've been on the bike. The assault bike is my friend, my oh. best friend. So I've been... I mean, it's not my friend. <laughs> I've been doing. I I'm getting around 350 calories on the bike oh every my day. Gosh. But it's not it's not like like a sprint. I'm staying within my heart rate, so I'm, I'm pushing. It's like the best way to think about it. It's a grind. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a 40. It's an hour. Like today, when I went riding on a real bike with Liz, and we rode for about an hour and 20 minutes. And it was a grind. Like I could have gone faster, but I had to stay slow. And I burned around 1200 calories. It's wow. crazy. So move is one of my habits now. Um, feed yourself quality food, which I think uh, one of the best levelers that are hap- is happening to us right now is that we're not eating out as much as we used to. Mm-hmm. We're cooking. So people are like, oh, I got to cook for the children. And I got to cook for myself and I can't afford to do this. And so I think a lot of people are saving a lot of money by not eating out. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I have a family of five and we go out, it's about 200 bucks, you know, boom, gone. Right. And, and, uh, and I've been telling the kids, I'm like, I'm going to cook. So I've been, I've been cooking and eating a lot of meals. I'm actually full, literally religiously putting in my food in the journal. Cause I want to know where I'm at. I'm weighing myself. Uh, something that I am doing is that every, everything I have, like my shirts getting smaller, not bigger. So, which is good. Mm-hmm. And pants that were really loose, I put away and I found something that's really tight. <laughs> <laughs> so I can actually, you know, in my brain, if you start losing weight and everything's loose, you can't get lazy. Mm-hmm. 
the hardest part is really not to lose the, the fat or the weight or anything. It's really just maintenance, right? So I'm trying to find ways to get it done. Um, a few weeks ago, my friend Luke and I were talking, and he, I said, hey, you train tomorrow, because I go and train with them a couple, two, three times a week. Because I like training with people, just like everybody. And he's like, well, no, I'm not going to be here tomorrow, but this guy's going to be. And, he, and I was like, eh. He's like, well, my not, well, come in. We might not be here. I'm like, I don't want to come in and just be by myself. I could, I could go to my gym and do that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what do you need me? What do you need people? He's like, if this is something that you really want, where are you going to? You're going to have to do things that you've never done before. And that really hit home in the, in the, in the sense of, uh, oh, my God, he's right, you know. We're focusing on outputs and results, but we don't know what the input is. Right. You know, what is the input? Am I sleeping? Am I eating? Am I, uh, am I getting enough quality um, time to relax and, and be conscious about what I'm putting in my body? And that's going to be the output, right? Like if I'm diligent and consistent, the grind is going to become the, 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 the path. I have wanted to start reading, <laughs> but with all this stuff, like being in front of the computer for like longer than I've ever done before in a while, filling out the forms, going through all this stuff, I really have not had the patience to sit down and, and read, which I still have time. So I'm probably going to start sometime this week or next week. Yeah. Um, I'm not watching a lot of TV. That's another thing I'm not doing, maybe one hour a day. Mm-hmm. And if there's a show. And then in the middle of it, I get up and I'm like, this is stupid. Gotta go. <laughs> go to bed. He's my dad for something else. Yeah. I, I, turned, I turned like my dad. I'm like, where are you going? We're in the middle of the movie. It's stupid. You go to bed. <laughs> go out of sleep. <sighs> yeah, um, I'm going to bed. What, <laughs> um, I normally would ask people what their goals and visions are for their business. We kind of, I mean, I know what your goals are to get through COVID. Is there anything that you have like kind of long-term well, I would like to pick up the momentum we had at the beginning of the year because I think we were trending really positive. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's gelling. The, the gym was just buzzing. Uh, the classes were big. The classes were moving. Everybody was in zinc. So I'm going to have to, I was telling this, I've been telling you, I'm like, you know what, when we'll come back, I need to count my my chickens and see how many eggs I got left. Yeah. Uh, and protect those eggs and also motivate those people to not live in fear. Mm-hmm. You can stay away, but why are you staying away? Right. Why do you think you're going to get it? And if you get it, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, people that are extremely unhealthy or they have issues with the respiratory things and, and, uh, all kinds of things. Yes, be careful, right? But if you've always, like, I'm a healthy person. You're a healthy person. I think the last time I got sick was last year. Mm-hmm. Like, towards the end of the year, I was, like, out for about a week and a half. And that's never happened to me before. I was telling myself, like, maybe that was, this was COVID, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we have, a, we have a lot of people in the gym that go out, they're international travelers. Right. And they were gone for, like, a few weeks on business, and they came back, and they were gone for three weeks because they were sick. So I think that as the test comes out, we're going to realize that most of that maybe you had it, you didn't even know. Right. So I'm going to try to encourage people to 
I'm going to have like the faces, right? Phase one is this, phase two is this, phase three is this for us as in gym. Phase one, we're following what they said about not having more than 10 people in a room, keep everybody six feet apart. Um, and then as we go along, I hope towards the end of the year, I recover the majority of the people that had to leave. And hopefully because their their jobs were not affected and their income was not affected and they can come back. Yeah. That would be a great goal. Um, but I've never really been a, a numbers guy. Mm. That's the other thing. Uh, that I'm really different. I have some uh, affiliates and friends of mine, business owners, that they analyze their data like crazy. And I'm like, oh my God, I lost two people. I need to get four. Right. No, I never really see it like that. I see it all oh, I lost so and so. So sad. Yeah. But then I get somebody in, I'm like, oh, this is a great person. Let's sign them up. Mm-hmm. So it's always a, an ebb and flow. And I mean, the, the, the best example was this, this last year, you know, when you guys came up on board, I I remember um, telling Joy, I was like, whoever's going to stay is going to stay. Whoever's going to leave is going to leave. And it's okay. Right. No, but all these people are great people. I'm like, I understand. And I know you're, they're your friends and you want them here. But when people are going to stay because they want to stay. I don't, I've never liked people just being here because like, eh. Right. I guess I have to be here. No. And we have a great group of people that came from that gym, you know, phenomenal people. I mean, we improved, we upgraded and updated, and it was fantastic. It's great energy and new friendships and new faces, and and um, and you guys work hard, and I love that. Um, but that's the thing, right? It's like, whoever's going to stay is going to stay. Yeah. So I would love to be able to recover those people that, that left, and I would love to be able to... Um, to invest in new equipment because that was my kind of my path for this year. I wanted to to replace all the barbells and all the bumpers and the majority of the dumbbells. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be like a $15,000 endeavor. So now I'm, now I'm like putting that into making sure I'm open for another right. month, hopefully. Um, so decisions, you know, uh, I don't know what else I'm going to have to decide on. I don't know how much more. I have to be involved in the classes because obviously I have a great team. But until I realize some of what the damage is, I don't know if I'm going to be able to retain everybody or not. I don't know. Right. So it's the uncertainty of, of the action that that I need to just get here. You know? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's day good. by day, step by step, right? Yeah, we're sending some information about, uh, about the masks and push press and push press is the new system we're using. And also the reopening, hopefully to tomorrow or Thursday. Great. For and, people uh, who want to find out more about you, though, where would they? Where can people find you online? Uh, we're everywhere online. LakeWeelyFitness.com. Uh, we're on Instagram, CrossFit Lake Wheelie Fitness. Um, I'm on uh, um, Facebook as well, Lake Wheelie Fitness and CrossFit Lakeway. Um, I'm a Harry Boom 21 on Instagram, and then if you're connected to Aaron, you probably can find me on her friend <laughs> on Facebook. That's awesome. Yeah, because I, I want to make sure people um, can find you. And you. Um, guys, they, 
Harry and the team, they really, um, they keep updating their social media accounts. Their website is always updated. I know a lot of um, gyms don't do that so much, but um, they're very, very connected. And so, and it's just, it's a great team. It's a great family. And, you know, even during this time, like we mentioned, there's, you know, we have daily Zoom classes. And then Harry's also coordinated um, community Zooms where we'll all just hop on Zoom. And it's not about, you know, would you lift? It's about checking in, you know, on a human level, uh, which I love. And so, um, Harry, to close out, we ask one fun question of each guest, which is, if you could only listen to one music artist for the rest of your life... Who would it be? <laughs> well, you know the answer to that. <laughs> uh, I love Johnny Cash. I think if, <laughs> I if I would have, if yeah. I would have uh, learned about him before my son was born, he probably would have named been named Cash, <laughs> and he'll be Cashew, <laughs> Cashall. So yeah, I love Johnny. So he's just. Uh, He's light and he's dark and he's unapologetic and I like that attitude because I think that kind of defines me. I'm not as dark as he is, but or he was. But it's the redemption, the daily redemption as a human to be able to fail and get up and fail and get up and be unapologetically about it. That's a stellar choice. We're big Johnny Cash fans over here too. Yeah, I love <laughs> my Johnny. That's awesome. Well, thank you for joining us, Harry. It was a great discussion. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Same here. Um, And uh, yeah, whatever I can do for, for anybody out there, you can call me and you can, uh, you know, reach out via social media or or ask Aaron for my phone number. I'm always available to talk. I am the big, big fan of, of, if I have it, I'm going to give it to you. Meaning like, if there's something I did that can help you, I'm going to give it to you. I'm not going to make you like, Oh, well, you have to earn it. That's not me. No. Just reach out, right? No, I appreciate that so much. So thanks for everybody for tuning in to the podcast. As always, be authentic, bring an insane amount of value, and keep crushing it.